everybody who's tuned in online, you know, go ahead and share it with somebody. You know, you know, you could share those and and get the word out more. Somebody could hear something that that just changed their life. The word of God's that powerful. I'm not, but the word of God is. Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, those of you that are watching home, share. Tell somebody else it's on. Uh, if they want some truth, amen. Jesus is coming soon. If, you know, everything that happens is a sign of the time. And, uh, you know, Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Uh, and uh, the world's troubled right now. And if you didn't know how to, to look to Jesus, it, it'd, be, uh, it'd be difficult. But thank God we've, we've got a hope. Amen. And uh, people need to know that. And we've got to be what God called us to be. He didn't call us to be a bunch of little sissies that just show up at a certain place on Sunday morning. He, 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 he needs us. He, he needs us uh, being prayer warriors and, and being bold in our faith. He needs us living lives that when people see us, they would say, I don't know what they got, but I want what they got because there's something different about them. Amen. Jesus will make a difference if you let him. If you let him. So we're here learning how to let him. Amen. Well, we have children's ministry for uh, six months up to the sixth grade and and uh, if you're here this morning, uh, you can be dismissed. And the teachers, praise God. Mad Madison has uh, volunteered to uh, take the class this morning. She's a teacher and a good one. And so she's helping Misty because Misty's been through a lot. Now, and, and I've been tagging along. So, so I've been through a little. Amen. And I you know what I told her? I said, all that we've been doing and going, all that I've been doing and going, even a month ago, or, or especially two months ago, would have wore me out. And I couldn't have done it. And I realize I'm doing more and more by the grace of God. But I'm keeping the word in my mouth. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And it's going to keep on getting better. And I believe there's some people, other people around here that are learning to keep the word in their mouth and keep, you know, uh, the negative stuff out. It will work for you. There is no respect of persons with God. He loves you. And uh, he wants us to, to uh, he needs us. Amen. If he didn't need us when at the baptismal pool, he would just have the preacher hold the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost, or the Lord Jesus Christ, whatever you want to say, and then hold him under till the bubble stopped. And then, you know, go straight to the funeral home and, and get this thing over with because there's no more need for you. But there is need for you, and there's need for you to be filled with God and to be uh, honoring God. Hallelujah. Uh, so I got some things for you. Let's pray. Uh, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just give you praise, honor, and glory, thanking you for every blessing. Lord, I ask you to help me say what needs to be said. Just have your way, Lord. I will yield to you. You're, you're everything. We're nothing. Uh, touch my lips, touch my heart, my mind, and uh, help ev everybody to have ears to hear what your Spirit's saying. We'll give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. But we appreciate all your uh, sympathy, and those of you who uh, did anything in any way, we sure appreciate it. We know you're praying. That was so important. And I will have to say, you know, she is my wife, but I am so proud. I'm so proud of her and the grace that's on her. You know, I think even uh, getting ordained took it up a little bit higher. Uh, 
it's a new level. But she, I mean, she ministered to people yesterday. She helped a lot of people. Praise God. And uh, the fruit of that is going to continue to come. It's just, it's, it, it, it looks like a crazy time in the world. But for the children of God, it's going to be all right. Amen. But, but it's, it's important uh, to lay hold of everything that God has for us. Uh, it, it, it's important to have a hunger for the things of God. You know, I want I want to say this right up front: the enemy's going to do everything he can to keep you from having that hunger. He's going to fight it, uh, and so you got to be prepared to, to to battle for that because nothing else matters. You know, I mean, you know, a, a typical thing just to have an idea what I'm, I mean. You got to battle. Uh, gym memberships in January are given as Christmas gifts, and some people, after they eat, after they pig out for through Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, they can't see their toes anymore, so they decide that they're going to join the gym. Well, the gym's full for the first couple weeks of January, but then you know, once people get a good sore on, you know what I'm talking about, and it gets hurting a little bit, then it's over. You know, it's it's over, and you can get back in the gym. And it's not standing room only anymore. There's all the machines are open. Praise God, because people don't stay with it. Well, staying with it would be good for you. But, you know, there's something flesh that cries out and says, you know, enough's enough. And, uh, you know, I, I think I'll be able to get by without seeing my toes. You know, <laughs> I can <laughs> I live without that, you know. But 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 see, you 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 got to fight for that hunger. Because once you become disciplined and 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 begin to to put the things of God first. Amen. And, you know, the enemy's always going to come to knock you off of it. But you just got to determine yourself, amen, to be hungry. Amen. And one thing I did get uh, born again with and uh, rededicated with was a zeal and a hunger for the things of God. And, uh, you know, I was pursuing God. Uh, I was so hungry, I didn't really have a really good Word of Faith church like this. And, and now that there are some people, because of religion and tradition, and because uh, I'm just going to spit it out there, y'all got to love me anyhow. Amen. But if, if, if God used Christians as much as the devil did, we'd all be saved. But there's a whole lot on Facebook and YouTube and everything else. When you see a preacher and their whole ministry is putting down other preachers or other groups, you need to turn the channel as fast as you can because that is not the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. The Holy Spirit of God doesn't pit brother against brother. Amen. Even if they don't adhere to this other person's doctrine. So many, so much of it is territorial preservation. Amen. I don't like these new modern churches because they're stealing all the people. Well, if you would get filled with the Holy Ghost and follow the leadership of the Holy Ghost instead of your 300-year-old tradition, you wouldn't have to have, you'd have more of a message than putting down everybody else. It's a Holy Ghost day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. I feel my help coming on real strong. and. Hallelujah. 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 The reason you need that hunger 
is because there, there are many voices. Jesus said, in the last days there will be, I am Christ. Lo, I am Christ. Here's this, here's that. There are so many voices right now. And, you know, it, it, it really boils down to this, unfortunately. I mean, I mean, you know, and I love everybody. I'm just, I'm just serious. I'm just shooting straight with you. The Word of God is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And there's only one Lord Jesus Christ. There's not a Baptist Jesus and a Methodist Jesus and a Pentecostal Jesus. There's only one Jesus. That's the Jesus of the Bible. But we have the tendency to want to preserve and protect uh, uh, our ground, to hold our ground. But, but we've got to seek after Him and pursue Him. And so there's a lot of changes going in the world. There, in the last days, there's going to be many voices saying here, there, and everything. And that's why we just cannot neglect all the promises that he's given us. And uh, he, he told us he would send us another comforter. Amen. He said to wait for the promise of the Father. And this, this comforter, if you, if you study that, he's, he's, a, he's an advocate. The Holy Ghost is a teacher. He, he'll help us understand. He'll, he'll cause the things of the Lord to be revealed to us if we walk in the Spirit. So the purpose of the hunger is to put us in the Spirit, to, to learn how to walk in the Spirit. So then you will know. Because, see, unfortunately, if somebody was born in a household, a very religious household, we kept all the rules, and we don't play pianos in church. Because there's, there's not a New Testament scripture that says not to have a piano in church. There is not one. But there are one that says we're making melody in our hearts unto the Lord. And so they make that say... We don't have a piano in church. And what that does, that gives, him, that gives them leverage to control people. Because if you want to see this verse right here, this is our verse. And this verse right here, it says, if you don't go to our church, you ain't going to heaven. And you know, there's a whole bunch of dumb people who aren't hungry for God, who don't know enough about God with their butts sitting in church this morning, who don't know that that's not right. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth. And I am the life, and no man comes to the Father except by me. You, under, you understand that? So, so unfortunately, some people are born in the wrong place. And some of that stuff is strong. Some of that stuff is strong. I mean, like even today, there are people that, you know, have political affiliations, and, and the uh, Southern Democrat was, was an honorable thing 30 years ago. Maybe, maybe longer than that. But it was honorable. And it was hardworking people. There's people who loved God, who loved the flag, who loved our country. Amen. They just had a little bit different point of view on, on, on the way some things were. But all that's crept in and now there's government so corrupt and so many people are after so many money. Everybody's after their piece of the pie. And it's just got more and more and more and more corrupt. And I'm telling you, the Republicans aren't what they ought to be. I'll just say that right now. Amen. But the parties have disintegrated and they, they're, they're like churches now. They're fighting for their share. Amen. And so unfortunately, if you're born that, even though, even though uh, our platform and even though at our convention they cheer when you talk about killing babies, we're still part of that, but we don't, well, we don't believe that. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not signing up or I'm not pulling a lever for something I don't believe. Not that. Not that, but see, we're so stuck. People get stuck. And so, if you happen to come across truth, it's an awesome thing. It's an awesome thing. 
Amen. A lot of truth. A lot, a lot of people have a little bit of truth. You know, I, it, it's the body of Christ. There's different parts. And some people, so there's people out there that have stuff that I don't know. I, I need them, and I'm not going to shut them off totally, completely. Amen. I'm not going to throw the piano out. Or the drums. Amen. But if they can teach me something, I, 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 I want to learn. But they don't teach to be led by the Spirit. They don't teach that you can know God by your feelings in your heart. Hallelujah. But we do. Because that's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. That same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead will dwell in you and it will give life to your mortal bodies. Amen. If something's in you giving life, you ought to feel that thing. Amen. He said, Jesus, uh, glory to God, come down there to John the Baptist. John the Baptist looked up there and saw him. And he said, uh, there's one coming after me who's mightier than me. And, and, and uh, I indeed baptize you with water. But look here. He's getting ready to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. <laughs> and his fan is in his hand. And he's purging the floor, glory to God. Amen. That's what's coming. That's what's coming to us all. But what I'm saying, if you're hungry... You can discern, and you can learn, and you can grow. So I was hungry. I grew up in the denominational church. Sometimes times when I got saved, I really got saved. I got baptized in Columbia Church of the Nazarene, and I was joined the Sparkle Church of the Nazarene. I was born again. I was saved as I could be saved, but I didn't know anything about no fan in his hand or baptizing with fire. I didn't know anything about that. You know, John, John Osteen said, you know, the Baptist told him in seminary when he got saved, he got it all. But he said, I got to read my Bible, and he said, when I got baptized in water, I felt it. But he said, if I've ever been baptized in fire, I'd know it because I... <laughs> they told me I got that, but I ain't got that. Amen? Hallelujah. You, you can have something you can feel, and it'll lead you, it'll teach you, it'll help you. And it, it comes from being hungry. Listen, if you don't want it, if you're afraid of it, you don't have to worry about it. It's not going to run you down. You have to run after it. Amen. You have to pursue it. Amen. But that's what that hunger does. And then it just helps so much if you're around somebody who's equally hungry. Somebody who believes something's happening. Somebody who believes that all things are possible if thou canst believe. You've got to be around that. You've got to hear that. It is so crucial in, in, in this time and age. I knew when I first got rededicated, I knew when it was time to leave my first church. And I loved them and always and still do i knew it was time I knew it was time for me to go and the lord spoke to me it's time for me to go and i kind of i kind of started out on my own all by myself and some people thought i was wrong but you know what i had a hunger and, and i prayed in tongues all the time i didn't learn that in church nobody taught me that i got that i got that by being so beat up by the devil i'd go in my little room and pray and i and i'd get to praying and the more i thought about it the worse it was what a bad shape i was in and how people mistreated me and how much pressure was on me dear lord where are you at i didn't i thought being a christian you know going to be a preacher everybody just pat you on the back and love you and think it's all wonderful but it wasn't that way and and then and then all of a sudden you know just lightning bolts and from hell and were coming against me because i was dangerous to the devil amen devil don't like people like us that got that 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 that, that have something tangible and something that people would desire to have something that would help people and uh uh so I, I just started seeking 
and, 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 and crying out. And uh, I got ever, ever so often, I'd hit the right lick. And I'd come up higher. And, and God, God was in it. God was in it because I was praying, I want your will to be done in my life. I, I met a lady who put Brother Hagen, Brother uh, Jerry Savelle tapes in my hand. John Osteen put that stuff in my hands. And I was reading that. I was feeding on that. And I was reading the Bible. And boy, this makes sense. This sure does make sense. This is not what I've heard. Uh, because I was hearing you, you can't wear, ladies can't wear pants, uh, can't wear makeup. Uh, 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 you know, holiness or hell. It was all about how to keep all the rules every week. Amen. And, and, and listen, you know, there are some things that, that God makes rules for you that are for your benefit. And, 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 and they will help you. His commandments aren't grievous. That's in my notes. Amen. I remember uh, one year we went to uh, fresh oil out in California. And I just had started playing golf. And I wasn't real good yet. And uh, so uh, we played on this course. And uh, uh, if you, 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 know, you never know which way a golf ball is going, especially when you're a beginner. And uh, they had, the, you know, they had the fairways all nice and green and mowed, and they watered them. But there was Southern California. You ever watched the Lone, Lone Ranger? That's where we were. All those rocks and little bushes on the hillside, that's, that's, that's what the terrain was. Except in the fairways, it was, you know, they mowed it and everything. Well, if you hit the ball sideways, it went in these places. And they had signs out there. They had signs out there. And said, this is a rattlesnake area. Don't go in there looking for your lost ball. Amen. And you know what? I didn't. Amen. <laughs> and and uh, we, Pastor Keith, he ran out of balls. <laughs> and, and, you know, he was severely tempted and stuff. But those little, those little rattlesnakes in Southern California, they're little, in a little desert. They're little. And, you know, you'd be on top of one before you know what happened. And uh, so I stayed out of there. That rule was not a bad thing. You know, that, that's not trying to keep me. The, you know, they got balls in the clubhouse. You can go buy some more. But if you get bit by a rattlesnake, it's not good. Amen. Amen. So, so see, rules, and God does this that way, you know, he, just stay away from the snakes. There's things that are going to hurt you if you don't violate this. He's not trying to keep us to have, from having fun. Amen. So we got to learn that. So anyway, in all this, in all this hunger, I was praying and crying out to God so much. And then one day God spoke to me. I feel like I'm supposed to talk about this today. Uh, one, 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 I, was, I was crying out and I got in a special service power of God that's why we got to keep having special services you know Dr. Jacobs is not he's excited about what happened here and uh, uh, he, he wants to come back uh, uh, you know he always has but, but he told me before and, then, and then, then since the meetings he's excited he has good meetings here and uh uh, so he's coming back the 29th of May. I think that's right. The last Sunday in May for a Sunday morning, Sunday night. And we're also, we're also going to do some stuff on Sunday nights. This last Sunday night, I forget what the date is, but I just want to let you know. Two weeks from tonight, really. Two weeks from tonight, we're going to have a night service, an evening service. Misty's going to give her testimony. And we'll pray for her. Amen. And then, and then uh, I think the next month I'm going to try to throw a Sunday night service in. And uh, uh, we got enough preachers here to have a preacher rodeo. A little bit. 
but we will have a special evangelistic miracle service and uh, I'll talk to some of you that might want to be involved a little bit later but but at least one good Sunday night a month for a while to get to 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 allow something to happen so so that's coming up but uh where was I going before I got done? I was in a special meeting. Special meetings are so important. They're so important. Did anything happen to anybody this weekend? Good. Besides me, I know it did. I know it did. And we know it happened to little Elijah. Uh, but I was in a special meeting, and God just knocked my socks off. Power God just knocked my socks off. I fell like a sack of potatoes, and they weren't catching people then. That was... I've been saved a long time. They didn't get ushers out there lined up before you. And I didn't, I didn't fall back. I went, just, and I, I laid there all curled up on my legs and stuff, and I couldn't move. I couldn't, everything was stuck to the ground, and I knew God was working on me, and, and I come up. They pulled me up and got me up, and I staggered back to my seat. I was snotting and slobbering, and I was just rejoicing because this fire was flowing all through me. And I went back and I told the people I was with, I said, they were from Glasgow. I said, I don't know what happened to me, but <laughs> something happened to me. And, and I'd never been the same. And the next morning I had an encounter with God in prayer that, that changed my life forever. And I got in the presence of God. And so I told him, see, the Holy Ghost will lead us and guide us if we let him. It's not, the devil wants people to, oh, it's not that important. Or, well, you know, salvation's the important thing. That, that's that that doctrine straight from the devil because the devil don't care if you're just saved if you ain't going to do nothing believe nothing he ain't, he ain't worried about that he said give me dozens of hundreds of them but one person that's on fire for god that'll that'll listen to god and yield to god amen and be filled with god hallelujah god can do more through a yielded person in in a minute than through hundreds and multitudes uh, that aren't yielded amen he, he you know I, I've been telling people, he wants your heart. He wants your heart. He wants you to walk with him and talk with him. And he, and he, and he don't want you to do that because I'm up here saying, you're going to go to hell if you don't. He wants you doing that because I can get up here and say, he is so good and he wants to be good to you. And you believe that enough and you say, well, hey, I, I think I'm going to try that. I think I'm going to do that. And then see what happens. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So I'm in prayer I said, Lord, I'll do anything to please you. I'm going to make this short because I want to say something. Lord, I just want to believe you. I just want to believe you. What do you want me to do? And I was ready to go to Africa. If he would have said, you're going to Africa, I'd have started making preparations to get ready to go to Africa. I, I was kind of afraid he was going to, but I was so in his presence. And so I said yes before I knew. And you know what? You've got to say yes before you know. You've got to say yes before you know. And he said... Just believe me. Just believe me. So uh, I said, Lord, that's too good to be true. That's not, that can't be scriptural. This must be the devil talking to me. This can't be scriptural. I said, Lord, what, where, where is that? And he said, Hebrews 11 and 6. And listen, now, I mean, I'd been preaching for a while, but I didn't, I didn't know right off where that was at. Hebrews 11 and 6. I went and looked up Hebrews 11 and 6. And it said, for without faith it is impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Just believe me. And I said, all right. I don't really know what that means, but I'm in. I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to do that. 
Now, listen, he didn't say, just believe in me. He said, just believe. There's a difference. A lot of people believe in God. Most everybody believes in God. But he said, believe me. Well, what does that mean? If Wes come in here and told me his hand was feeling better, if I believed him, I would just automatically feel good about Wes's hand. His hand is getting better. Because that's what he told me, and I believe him. Amen? Hallelujah. There's a difference of believing in Wes. Now, yeah, I believe in Wes. There he said. But if I believe him, if he said, I'm going to give you $100, and he really said it, then I, you know, I'm thinking about what I'm going to do with that $100. <laughs> if I believe him, do you understand what I'm saying? So if you're going to believe God, then you're going to have to know what God says. So this changes everything. God called us to be a faith people. He's a faith God. He wants us to be a faith people. That's why he said, he didn't, he didn't say without uh, quitting chewing tobacco. It's impossible to please him. He didn't say that. He didn't say if you didn't stop cussing. You, you couldn't please him. Amen. Hallelujah. He said without faith. He wants us to believe him. Because if we believe him, it changes everything if we really do. If we believe him. But in order to believe him, you got to know what he says. I mean, you know, all, all creation declares his glory. I mean, you, you know... I'm telling you, I, when you tell me you're an atheist, I just don't believe you. <laughs> I, I really, I, I think you can say you're an atheist and you can want to believe you're an atheist, but you can't, you just can't, you know, walk around in this world and, and, and see the beauty or look in the mirror. I mean, not everybody's pretty, but it is still amazing. How can you, how can you even see? How can you even see? But you look in that mirror, and there you are. Well, that's, that's so miraculous and so complicated how lenses and all, all that stuff's in there, and it's focused, and you can see. You know, most animals can't see like we can. There's some that can see better, but most can't. You know, uh, they don't have the, the, their eyes aren't as developed as ours. Are. And there's some animals that smell things we can't smell, thank God. <laughs> Hear things we can't hear. You understand what I'm saying? It's all different. It's all laid out, all different color, all different shapes, all different sizes. It didn't crawl out of a mud puddle, folks. I do, when you say you believe that, I don't believe it. I just don't believe you. I, I'll believe, you, you're, you, you, know, you. That's a lie. You're making that up because there ain't no way you believe that. Amen, that there's not a God. That there's not a God. Amen, and now there's all kinds of things claiming all kinds of different gods and everything. But there is one empty tomb. And the Bible tells us not to, be, to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. If they don't believe, don't worry about it. That's what he said. That him who believes and baptized shall be saved, and him who believeth not. Too bad. It's not our business to convince them. Because, because it's pretty convincing. Amen. But we do have to preach the gospel, and that is how to be saved, how to deal with God. But, by faith. By faith. You ain't saved if you ain't got faith. Amen. You ain't, uh, for by grace are you saved through faith. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So you've got to receive the grace by faith, by believing in him, believing what he said. I am the door. Amen. 
Whatever you ask the Father in my name, I will do it. Hallelujah. Then the Holy Ghost come on Apostle Paul. He said, uh, uh, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So, so, you know, there's no salvation without faith. And so people who want to fight this faith, and what we need sitting there like a rock, just going through the motions? That's not, that's not it. That's not it. He wants us to know him because we want to, because we're hungry, because we're... He, he said, uh, seek me and, and you'll never find me. No, he said, seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened, amen? So the reason so many people ain't found him, we, we ain't got the seeking right. Amen. We ain't got it right or we're not diligent about it. Or we're seeking one day and then skip two or three days. We just got to be consistent about it and want it and pursue him. Amen. Whew. Just believe me. Hebrews 12 says, just a good place that always just uh, captivated me. Verse 1. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance a race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. So, I, you know, I told Misty, and, you know, Misty uh, loved her daddy. She really did, and she... she really did a great job of coaching him and getting him ready to, to, to go to heaven, and he died. He died. I mean, death's never a, a great thing, but he went really easy. Amen and peaceful. And just and considering the shape he's in, he went really, really, I mean, you'd almost have to say suffering free. He, he Considering the shape that he was in and what it could have been without the Lord and without the Lord's help. But, you know, she said, what am I going to do, you know? Two weeks ago, he was calling me six, eight times a day. He ain't never going to call me anymore. What's he doing? And I, and I said, well, Missy, you know, listen. Right now, he's in the balcony watching. He sees every move that you make. He sees it all. He sees all the good we do. And, he, he, you know, he looked down at that funeral service yesterday. And was just, you know, I believe he sees that. I'll, to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. In heaven is, you know, like Pastor Keith told us, you know, it's not that far away. A ladder will get there. Because angels are going up and down on ladders. <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit supernatural ladder, spiritual ladder, but it's not that far away. And in a moment, in twinkling of an eye, we, we can be there too, and it's forever. It's forever. Amen, that's the goodness of our God. And we're just here on this earth making preparation and getting ever, bringing in the sheaves, getting the harvest in once we get in. Amen. He needs us to get get it get all get all get everybody, bring them on home. And that's what we're doing. And the, and the world's going crazy, but we're just going to believe him. Now he says here that Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. He went through all that suffering. He suffered that we wouldn't have to suffer. You know, Wes was talking, and 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 actually Corbin said this, you know, a, a, a couple weeks ago. You know, he was saying, Jesus suffered when he died, so I got to suffer. 
my Lord suffered so when he died, so I'm going to suffer when I die. And Misty said, no, he suffered so we wouldn't have to. Amen. And I want you to get this. I don't care what your relatives did, and I don't care what you're always told. You don't have to suffer to die. You don't even have to be sick to die. And, I, you know, I told Misty this, you know, and, and uh, uh, the more you walk in the Spirit, the easier it's going to be to die. Now, you don't want to go before time. But if you really walk in the Spirit, you can get out of your head, out of your flesh, over into the things of the Spirit. It's going to be that easy. I'm done. <laughs> I'll see y'all later. I'm going, I ain't coming back. Amen, it's really that easy. You don't have to have tubes and your gizzard cut out and, and a, this and that transplanted and all that other stuff, you know. You don't, have to, you don't have to go through all that. Amen. You can just say and declare, when it's time for me to go, I'm going. Amen. And, and you know, we, you know, Misty told my mom and dad yesterday, you know, we're all going in the rapture. Because we got four parents. And now one, now one of them's made it. So we still got three left. And we just all go in the rapture and not have to go through that again because it hurts. It just, it just hurts to lose some. Some of y'all lost a loved one. Amen. It hurts. Amen. But we will see him again because Jesus is faithful. Amen. You don't have to be the super saint that there ever was. The most perfect person who never chewed or cussed or, 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 or uh, did anything wrong to get to heaven. That's not what it takes to get to heaven. It takes trusting in Jesus. And now listen, you can trust in Jesus a little bit if that's all you know, and that's okay. He'll, the blood will get you there. The blood is perfect and powerful. The blood is perfect and powerful. But listen, the blood is also perfect enough and powerful enough where you don't have to let that stuff stop you. Because like the rattlesnake, go ahead and wait on out in there. You, you, might, fall, you might find a half dozen golf balls, but you might hear a little whap. And then, and then they have to fly a helicopter out there on the golf course to take you to the emergency room. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, if you, if, you, if you break rules, it's going to cost you. Amen. Any, any, any way, shape, form, or fashion. Do all things in moderation. Learn. You know, you reap what you sow. Even though the blood's powerful. And some people just don't know that. And the devil's out there 24-7. But that doesn't, that doesn't stop the grace and the goodness of God. And, and listen, you know too much. You sitting here hearing this. You hearing this online. You know too much to live that way. That's for them who don't know any better. That's for them who don't know any better. They can live that way and, and get by with it because the grace of God is that way. But unto whom much is given, much is required. Some of y'all have been given too much to act like that. Amen. You know better. Amen. And you need to walk in the Spirit. And, and, and uh, uh, hallelujah. Let me see what I'm going to get to. Cause Jesus said he's going to have, he's going to present the church to him, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. And it says, he, he gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. So, I mean, the word of God, the bigger part that you give it in your life, it's, it's going to work on you. It's going to help you. And when God takes something from you, when, 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 when God urges you to move on to a, to a better way of living, what he gives you in return is always better. Yeah. Amen. And, and uh, 
people just don't understand that. People just don't understand that. Amen. God's not going to require anything from you except your quality of life is going through the roof. Amen. Every time. Amen. It's like an old dog, you know, that's got that old bone, you know, and, and mean old biting dog, and you, you try to get that bone, he growls at you and everything. And uh, he don't want to give up that bone, and that bone is worthless. It's stinky. He doesn't been chewing on it for, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's not worth anything. And he won't give it up, though. But you throw a nice piece of steak down there, and he'll spit that bone out <laughs> and, and grab that piece of meat. Amen. And that's what God does. Amen. When he tells you it's time to spit that stuff out, spit it out. Amen. And lay hold of something real that will give you eternal life. And the closer you walk to God, these are... And, and you know, there's spiritual warfare, uh, you know, as you grow. But we can handle it. His grace is sufficient. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So, uh, he, he, he's calling us. And if we're going to believe him, we're going to have to hear him. Amen. Uh, if you're going to believe God, you've got to hear him. Let, let, let's go to 1 John 5. We're, we're supposed to be serious about a Christianity. It's not just supposed to be a ritual. Like, I don't know, I came by the, that lodge place uptown on Thursday night. Uh, going up to Misty's mom's where everybody was congregating. I drove by there. There was all kinds of cars there. And because it was, uh, now some of y'all might be, I don't know if it's the Moose Lodge or what it is. I, know, I used to watch the Flintstones. You know, and they had the lodge, Barney and Fred would go, and they had bowling tournaments and parties and all kinds of crazy stuff. But that lodge was part of their life, you know. And we got masons and all that kind of stuff that people get into. And, and well, this was obviously was one of those things going on. It might, it might have just been knife-swapping night. They have that too, you know. It might have been that. But there was a crowd gathered, you know, whether it was knife-swapping or... Elks Lodge or whatever, I don't I mean, I don't even know the terminology. Uh, but that's the build. The purpose of the building is to, to have lodge meetings, right? Amen. And see, some people, church ain't no more than this is what we do. We're going to go have our little meeting. And we might have cake and coffee. Maybe every summer we'll have a picnic. You know, this is what we do. And maybe they raise money for some good things. Maybe they do. That'd be great. Amen. But that's not what church is. Amen. Church is, 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 is the, the living family of the living God. Amen. First John chapter 5, verse 1. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves him who begot also loves him who is begotten of him. Amen. That means if you love God, if you really love God, you, 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 you know, you can't be hating Alan. You know what I'm saying? Well, I love, I love Jesus, but I don't love Alan. Or anybody else. Or Trump. I love Jesus, but I don't love Trump. Well, bless your heart. Amen. He's, he's, he's God's creation, too. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, well, this is who's begotten of him. There's somebody who claims to be saved. And, I, you know, I'm, I can't judge anybody. Amen. I believe we're getting back to the devil's trying to get us away from we don't know what the Word of God says. So how can you believe him if you don't even know what he says? This is what the world's after. That's why they're fighting the Word of God. And that's why more and more churches are going away from 
just maybe one scripture or a little saying, and that's the message. You, don't, you, you, you need the Word of God. You need the living Word of God. You need the steady diet of it. Uh, so we got to love everybody. We've got to get that figured out. Faith works by love. Amen. So we've got to get that figured out. And let me go just a little bit farther. The Bible says that fervent love covers a multitude of sins. So if you love me, uh, then you got to love me all the way. And you can't love me, and then you get to thinking about what I did in 1977. That, that little rat. You know, and he's sitting up there preaching. He's standing up there preaching. And, you know, I kind of forgot what he did, but it, it just come to my mind again. Amen. And then you have to tell two or three people. Amen. Love covers a multitude. If you really love somebody, you got to learn to get over stuff. Listen, listen. If you don't, you're going to be disappointed the whole rest of your time here on earth because people will let you down. People that you love and trust, they get deceived. They get messed up. They do, do stuff that, they do stuff they don't understand why they're doing it. I learned a long time ago, if you're going to be in a happy marriage, it, it, you know, in unhappy circumstances, I, had, I learned to blame the devil. You know, and because the, the, the devil's trying to stir all this stuff up, and I'm not, I'm not going to be hurt. The devil's a liar. Amen. If you're the biggest liar in town and you come up here and tell me a big old bunch of bad stuff about me, it ain't going to bother me because I don't believe it. You might, you look, you one of them atheists, ain't you? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we, we, you just got to learn to love and let stuff go. Amen. If you're going to have a happy marriage, you really got to do that. Amen. And then when you, when you start blaming stuff on the devil, then you got to have a deliverance ministry. <laughs> amen no devils here amen we binding that stuff up we casting that we ain't giving place to the devil we walking in love we're not letting the sun go down on our wrath devil you're not going to trip us up we come too far amen god's got plans for us and, and, and you a liar and the father of it and we protect each other and we hold each other up and we're one praise god amen hallelujah we're here for the long haul that's what you got to do that's what you got to determine he uh Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves him, who begot also loves him, who's begotten of him. By this that we know we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments or keep his word. I love his word. I want to feed on his word. And, 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 and uh, for this is the love of God that we keep his commandments, keep his word, and his commandments, his word is not burdensome. In other words, in other words, spit that bone out. He's getting ready to give you something good. Amen. It's, it's not a, well, I quit this for Jesus. But I still wish I could do it. You know, or I'm jealous of everybody. You know, we quit wearing our, uh, our worldly blue jeans for, for Jesus. But we sure are jealous of all them ladies out there wearing them pretty clothes. We hate them. They're Jezebels. They're just Jezebel. Got a Jezebel spirit on them. Amen. Come on now. Hallelujah. If you loved them, it'd cover the multitude of their sins. You wouldn't care what they had on too much. Amen. Hallelujah. Trying to help you. And keep his commandments. His commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Amen. We're going to overcome all this. It don't matter what Putin does. 
You understand that? It don't matter what, if gas gets to 4 or $5 a gallon, I pray to God it doesn't. Amen. I pray to God it doesn't. Amen. But if it does, you know, we'll have it. Amen. We'll have it, praise God. We might have to redig a well. Amen. We'll sow in famine, amen, and, and, and reap. Praise God, because He's faithful. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Amen. Hallelujah. David said, I'm, I'm, I was young, now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed out begging bread. We hold to the promises of God. Amen. Amplified of verse 5 says, Who is it that is victorious over, that conquers the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, who adheres to, trusts in, and relies on that fact. Now the world, Vine says, the world is the present condition of human affairs. In alienation from and in opposition to God. That's the world. We overcome that because of our faith. Because we're believing Jesus. Amen. We're believing what he says. Hallelujah. When we, this is believing Jesus. Who said, uh, ask and you shall receive? You going to believe that? Yeah. Jesus said that. Jesus said that. Amen. Hallelujah. That's believing. That's what it means. That, that, this means how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, Acts 10, 38, with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. That tells you where sickness comes from. That tells you where sickness comes from. See, you're not believing Jesus when he said it comes from the devil. You're not believing Jesus when you think, well, this is on me for a reason. The Lord's trying to teach me something. Well, you hard-headed thing, I wish you'd learn. Amen. Well, you know, uh, the Lord put this on me. It's not his will for me to be healed. I'm just supposed to bear this. Well, what are you doing at the doctor's four or five times a week? Trying to get out of the will of God. Paying good money. Hallelujah. Said the people just, and they don't understand us. You know, they think we say a little prayer and everybody's healed. They don't understand it's by faith. Whew, and faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So listen, if we're going to have victory in our life, we can learn something right here. Keys to obtain and maintain victory. You've got to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Amen. This is the way. The, all, all the other stuff is false. Amen. They don't want you to do that. They say they'll put you in Facebook jail. As rowdy as I am, I've never been in Facebook jail. But I, I, I do try to say stuff that does make a little bit of sense. Some people get kind of way out there. They're bold just for the sake of being bold. Amen. But I believe that Jesus is the Son of God, don't you? Yes. Hallelujah. That's number one. Right there. Who is it that's victorious over the world? He believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Number two. Hallelujah. I'm glad I come to church today. Yes. Number two, love God. Love God. Love, you know, Corbin, her daddy said, you know, lately, the uh, last little bit, I just never knew I could love Jesus so much. Just never knew I could love Jesus so much. The outward man perishes, but the inward man is getting renewed day by day. And then number three, obey God's commandments or live by the word. Live by the word because, you know, it's like the rattlesnake sign. He's not trying to keep you from having fun. 
Amen. He's trying to help you. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're going to have to have faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Faith isn't something to be mocked at by some preacher who don't understand. We're not the name it and claim it people. Blab it and grab it. You, you're talking about stuff that you don't know. And we're not just the, you know, the airplane people. Got all that airplane flying around. You know, all that stuff's going on. And, and you'll, you'll worship all these sports idols. And, 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 you know, they're not riding the bus between events. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a millionaire now, billionaire now, that uh, uh, started a, a jet chartering uh, service for the PGA golfers. They ain't, they, ain't gonna go, they ain't going down to the airport in Louisville and waiting in line, taking their shoes off, getting scanned and frisked. Anybody flew lately? Getting scanned and frisked. Amen. And then you got to wait, and then all of a sudden the plane's delayed. And it one day it took us what all day, or 12, 14 hours, because we got up way before dark to get to Mexico City. Remember that we we went to Cancun and everywhere. Yeah, we went to Cancun and everywhere just to get the you know what should have took four hours. Hallelujah. But see now now that somebody's a millionaire because uh, instead of buying a ticket they just partially lease a plane going to the next little jet going next and nobody thinks anything about that but let a preacher that's doing something brother copeland gets it worst and he's the most blessed because he's the best doer of the word long time ago he figured out people hate him for it. long time ago he figured out i don't care what they say i only care what he says Amen, I'm going to obey him. I'm going to follow him. Amen. And now he has his own network. Amen. Putting people who, who are telling the truth on instead of charging him uh, all kinds of money. Amen. He's blessing people. Amen. Giving them that airtime. Pastor Nancy just walked into that. Six, six months a weekly, and then after six months, she's going to be daily. Daily healing bread. Amen. So we know that's. First, uh, we know that firsthand. Amen. And then we also know that when all this other stuff happened, he was going to where we left all the, one of the brilliant decisions in Washington, D.C., stranded a bunch of our people in, where was it? Afghanistan left millions of dollars worth of artillery and people. And uh, Lord help us. As you get older, you learn, you're supposed to learn that when you make decisions, it affects people. And some, some affects good and some affects bad, and you've got to weigh it out. You, don't, you just don't just jump on every whim and idea that you have. There are consequences. And you need to think this out. And then somebody like that ought to have a boardroom full of geniuses, certified geniuses, that sit there and discuss this and weigh it all out. And say, this is what is best for our country. But uh, they haven't found those people yet. Uh, or they're asking somebody who's exactly out there. They've probably got a bunch of atheists up in there. <laughs> Amen. If you're an atheist, I love you and Jesus loves you. And every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. Amen. And I'm praying for you to make it. 
Get over your lying self. Hallelujah. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I'm going to quit here on this. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you cannot please God without faith, the way that you have faith is to hear faith, not doubt and unbelief. Amen. Some preachers get up this morning, they're preaching about the great I was. Amen. He is still the great I am. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The miracles and signs and wonders haven't passed away except in your mind and in your theology. And you will have what you say. If you say it don't happen, it don't happen. But don't criticize me and us that do because it does happen when you say it and believe it. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's the problem. They're not hearing the word of faith. I don't know what they're hearing some people are preaching Old Testament stories and stuff. Well, we're in a new and better covenant. And we can learn from some of that stuff. But we're in a new and better covenant. We need to know about the moving of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. How, how, oh, how can you deny it? And it's the same. Paul and Silas cast the devil out of a girl. When's the last time you heard of a devil getting cast out of anybody in most churches? Cast the devil out of a girl. They got so mad because that devil made them money fortune telling. Her owners got a big stir up, got them thrown in jail. They beat them and put them in stocks, their feet fastened in stocks. They didn't have nice stainless steel furniture like we got up here at our jail with TVs hanging on the wall. Amen. And flush toilets. They don't have that back then. They're beaten. They don't beat them today. You get to beat anybody, Alan? No. You don't got a cat of nine tails. You don't got a cat of nine tails in your tool supply. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Beat them. Striped them. They're sitting there. And they're not crying. They're not whining. They're not like this modern day. Well, we just suffered for Jesus. No, they prayed and they sang praises. They prayed at the same praises and the other prisoners heard them. Hey, and all of a sudden, everything started shaking. <laughs> Hallelujah. And everybody's bands were loose. Glory to God. And they, everybody come out. And then the jailer comes and said, Oh, my goodness, all my prisoners escaped. He's going to fall on the sword. And they, they, they said, No, no, no. Jesus, you know, what must I do to be saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus in your household and you will be saved. Praise God. Got saved, had a revival. Amen. That's our covenant. Jesus is the same. Amen. He, he, he'll break a little bitty band off of you. Amen. Your problem's not nearly as bad as you think it is. But that's our God. That's our God. Angels will come and deliver. Amen. They came and got Peter. Amen. Walked right past the guards, right in the midst of the guards. Tapped him on the side. Peter had faith. Would you be asleep if they was going to cut your head off tomorrow? Not many of you. He's sleeping. He was sleeping. The angel come. Wake up. Wake up. We're out of here. Amen. And they walked out. And he went to the door where the prayer meeting was. Who prayed all this stuff. Knocked on the door. They said, who is it? It says it's Peter. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. It says, glory to God. Our prayers have been answered. You know, it took, it took it a while to sink in. Amen. He's our God. Amen. He said... Uh, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. Hallelujah. They'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. 
red letters, Jesus is the same, he's the same, he's the same. You need to be hearing the word of faith that he's the same. Not just a little bit, oh, how we love Jesus, oh, how I love Jesus. Amen. If you love him, you'll believe him. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we're doing. Amen. This is a Bible-believing church, all of it. Not choice parts, all of it, rightly dividing the New Testament. Amen. Now, we may have a little, little disagreement here and there. Some theologians may disagree with this point or that point, but he's the same. He's the same. We're in the same dispensation. When Paul wrote what he wrote, all the New Testament is to be believed. And when you believe it, you're just believing Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that your word does not return into you void, but it accomplishes that which you proposed it to accomplish. And uh, you helped us, Lord. You helped me, Lord. And uh, you, you, Such a joy to be your child. And uh, we're all on a journey. And I just declare victory to every household, to every individual. We're gaining ground. No weapon formed against us will prosper. In Jesus' name. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We give you all the glory. And all God's children said, Amen. And amen. God bless you. Hallelujah.